What's up, everybody? Got a couple updates for you before we jump into this pod um, with David Scruggs. This is back from September, so I'm about to publish three episodes that we did in September, October, November um, that just got buried, frankly, um, and I feel terrible. Um, I'm going to apologize to to David and everyone else that we've had on recently um, for being late getting these out. But nonetheless, still great content, um, still conversation you're going to enjoy. But I wanted to run through a couple updates um, just for everybody. So we are now doing webinars twice a week on the core platform and Spector Advanced and in specific how to use actions to upsell, get more business, get more revenue per inspection. So I'm going to put a link in the description um, for these webinars because they're they're really helpful. The attendance has been good, but I want to make sure everyone knows that there's extra learning and, and uh, onboarding and teaching that you can get from us um, through our webinar series that we're putting a lot more effort and uh, putting more people into. Um, we recently went to a conference, um, went to the Ashi conference. Different vibes, obviously. Less attendance overall than, say, the last couple of years, right? Because there's been a shift in the economy. Um, everyone knows interest rates have gone up. Home sales volume has come down. Um, but there was there was glimmers of hope. There was a lot of inspectors there that had a good end of January. Um, activity was picking up at the end of January because rates came back down. You know, 30-year fixed mortgages came down below 6% again for a second there, um, which I think could be the new normal and i think it's okay as long as the mortgage rates settle in at somewhere steady so buyers can feel comfortable with what their payments are going to be big takeaways though um some inspectors enjoyed the pullback and the break some of the busier ones needed that um some new inspectors are still very uh, encouraged and some of them are actually glad there's been a little bit of a flush out of inspectors in the industry a um, couple thousand less than there were last year this time in terms of ins active inspectors in the business. So that just means more opportunity for the future if you're committed to this industry. So that that was interesting. I, I didn't expect that from some newish inspectors. Um, but the experienced solos and multis we met at the conference, um, overall, not panicked, not too worried. Um, they believe this year um, is still going to be a solid year, um, just with lower overall volume than last year, obviously, in the year before. Um, because it's we're in a different environment and we can't expect to snap back to the COVID bubble kind of era, as I'll call it, which is the last couple of years. Um, and then, um, yeah, current environment-wise, just an update from our end. Um, we're seeing volume pick back up. End of January was great um, for a lot of inspectors, new inspectors still getting into business, um, but not at, at the rate they were last year, the year before. We expect that to come back as rates kind of settle in. Um, one other update, we here at Spectora have brought on a couple account managers. Um, so just more folks to have hands-on conversations, to, to have one-to-one -one conversations with a lot of you out there. And so you can expect more engagement and more dialogue as our team grows and as the user base grows. Um, we never want to get away from our core of kind of listening to you guys and having those conversations about your business, about how we can help grow your business all good stuff um, and, and stuff we got away from there for a bit as we grew, but there's going to be roundtables. There's going to be lots of check-in calls um, just to, just to hear how things are going and see how we can evolve because this industry is changing faster than ever. Um, when you think of some of the acquisitions, um, you think of a lot of the industry getting bought up by the porches of the world, um, insurance companies, things like that. So things are changing fast and we, we always want to be ahead of the curve and chat with you guys and make sure, you know, we're on the cutting edge of all that. So um, so hope you enjoy this episode and, um, I'll be putting out, like I said, these last couple episodes from a few months ago, and then, um, look for a lot more content coming out from Mike and I in the team here, um, in 2023. All right. Enjoy. But I, I'm David Scruggs with Firebase Home Inspections. Um, I, uh, my company has been alive since February of this year. Um, and, uh, did not know it. Um, one of your guys that called to check in on me, um, I don't know, about a month ago now, he was like, man, Nothing. you've done 97 inspections. And I'm like, what? So the journey, and, and I just started talking to him about that. And he was like, oh, I've got to get you hooked up with Kevin because it's just the, the journey of it. I mean, it's been pretty amazing. I mean, it, it all started uh, last September. Um, I got, I, I came down with COVID oh. and, uh, my company, uh, my company was going to force vaccinations. Um, I, I was a full-time uh, mechanic for okay. a big corporation that made sports drinks, but it's, uh, 
don't, I, I don't know. G- Gatorade, whatever. <laughs> yeah, we'll say Gatorade. Um, yeah. yeah, big corporation. Um, so I was a mechanic, um, mm-hmm. coordinator actually, uh, maintenance coordinator, and uh, like on for, machinery, like working on machinery. Yeah, and yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was actually uh, the coordinator for the for the fastest producing line Gatorade has. Okay. We have like twelve plants in the United States. Our plant has three lines, and I was in charge of line two, which is the fastest running line Gatorade has. Wow. So it produces the it it outproduces the other two lines we have put together. So uh it was a very important role um and and so i was out with covid and they were going to force vaccinations they were were talking about february of this year and my wife was like hey she was you know she was headed off to work one day and she was like hey won't you look into that home inspection thing and and the reason we had thought about it because we had a home inspector uh, twice uh we we bought a old home and then we kind of fixed it up and sold it. And we, we built a brand new home that we currently live in. Okay. And we had him come inspect that too. Anyways, um, he was a great inspector, just very dry, you know, just a very uh, no sense of humor type guy, you know, just you cut to the chase and all that stuff. And I was like, man, if he was, a, you know, a family friendly person, he would be awesome. And my wife was like, this was way back then. She was like, well, maybe you ought to do it. <laughs> and I didn't think I could do something like that. But uh, anyhow, so why not? Uh, I want to I want to drill into that. Why did Why did you not think that? But well, your wife because, did because that's fascinating. Because my, that wife. My wife works for the school systems. Okay. So I'm the breadwinner in the family. You know, I'm the one that made the money, and I was worried that if I left and tried something or whatever, then what if What if it failed? You know, what if What if the home housing market went to a a big low or something? It's just it was scary yeah. because you know without my paycheck we can't live where we're living so um so that kind of I can kind of dive into how we slowly worked into that but I decided to go ahead and just look into it so I started watching YouTube and I I found Chris from A Action Mm -hmm. out in Houston Texas and uh I watched the whole day nothing but YouTube of his videos and it I just instantly fell in love with home inspections and I was like this is what I want to do um and then the the next day I found Internachi and so uh, I started I started my very first class the very next day. You know, I started doing some classes. Mm-hmm. And then that weekend, I found Spectore Spotlight. I think I found it in a uh, like a little ad or something whenever I was going into international or something. But and I was like, oh, you know, so I started listening to some of the, the the inspectors you were talking to. And and not just that, but, you know, everybody, the marketing people and stuff like that. So I knew that from what. I heard from your podcast and what I heard from Bigger Rico watching him on his videos that marketing is your number one thing. That's that's what your job is, marketing. Your home inspector on the side, more or less. <laughs> so I knew that I could do good at that um, because I know me. You know, I, I'm a very personal person, very friendly. Uh, I love talking to people. I don't meet strangers type, type thing. So... Um, for the next three weeks, all I did was watch Chris and May action, do my classes on Internachi while I was out on COVID because they hit me pretty hard, really hard. Um, and then uh, watch Spectore Spotlight. And the Spectore Spotlight was kind of like, it kind of pumped my chest up. I'm waiting <laughs> for the next class. You know, I want to get to my next class. So I ended up finishing Internachi in less than four weeks. And wow. getting, getting, Is that fast? Is that consider- That's pretty fast, right? I, 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 don't, I, I honestly don't know. Um, and, and, uh, I just, I know that I did it pretty quick in my eyes, you know? Yeah. Um, but then me and the wife were talking about waiting to the beginning of the year to start the company because of tax purposes. I didn't feel like dealing with taxes. Plus it was the winter time and, you know, I've heard that it's kind of slow in the winter time, but, uh, Florida apparently don't have a slow season. Uh, No. Anyway. So we, uh, I went to my Florida test in, in January. That's when they had availability for me. Okay. Passed it for first go, passed it, and then I started my company. Um, and we were trying to think of a name, you know. And I, I wanted something to do with my my veteran background, and so we chose Firebase. And Fire Firebase is a, actually a, a an air support uh, area. It's like a round place up on a hill that they have like uh, howitzers and stuff back in Vietnam, and they would support the ground troops. And I was like, that's pretty cool. My wife used to work out CrossFit at a place called Firebase. And I'm like, well, 
maybe this would get her wanting to start this company. You know, and, <laughs> and she was, she was down. As soon as she heard Firebase, she was like, yes, that's what yeah, I mean. I'm in. And, uh, and I, you know, I love the colors, black, red, and white together. So I chose that. Um, but so I got licensed. Um, I decided to take a week off of work. Um, I started with nothing. I started with nothing. I, my family bought a few little things for me for Christmas, like an outlet tester and things like that. I bought a cheap moisture meter and a, and a hand-me-down infrared camera. Okay. That's what I started with. Yep. Um, so I went out and I decided to market. My, I took a vacation a week off uh, at the very beginning of February. Um, and I had a friend of mine at work that said, hey, I need a, I need wind mitigation done. I was like, I can do that. And so he's like, all right. And I was like, well, I'll be there Saturday, uh, Sunday morning. He was like, oh, okay. Um, How did your friend know you could do that? Or did he just mention it kind of in passing? I kind of mentioned it to him. Okay. It, it, was a, it was a friend I worked with okay. um, at, at the mechanic job. So he knew what you were getting into. Yeah, he knew I was getting into. So um, my problem was, though, is I wanted to go with Spectora. But financially, we were like, I don't know if we want to dive into paying all this money for all this the software and things like that so i decided to go with a different company that was free and i instantly regretted it on that first job on that wind mitigation job <laughs> and so on the way back home from that job i actually called my wife and i was like hey we're gonna we're gonna have to go with spectora we're just gonna have to pay the 99 dollars a month and just hope that it pays for itself in return and uh it i'm sorry give me one second <laughs> I, I'm uh, I'm the person that answers the phone. I'm the person that schedules the jobs, and I'm the person that does the inspections. And uh, my agents love that—the fact that I answer the phone or respond. Anyhow, so uh, we got into um, our first week. I went out and I kind of met some people at realtors' offices um, and did some open houses. And three people I met uh, in particular. Uh, one of them was named James. And he wouldn't call me for, he didn't call me for like a couple of weeks after that, mm -hmm. but come to find out he's a high producing agent and he didn't, he, he had a guy that he used to use that I guess moved. Um, and he works with investors. So for a while there, he was bringing me two or three jobs a week. So how did you meet him? You went in, uh, I met him to an open house. I just went into open house. Can you walk yeah. me through the, yeah. Walk me through the thought process of, of, how you knew to do that, what it felt like, and then like, what did you say? Like, it's it's always a scary thing, right? Yes, it is. Spectrum spotlight. Okay. <laughs> there was a guy you had on. I don't. I, I'm not good with names, and I don't remember. But I remember he said he used to just go find, you know, ten open houses, and he would go driving around. And so that's what I did. I found ten. I never made it to the ten. Yeah. But this one in particular, I went in. I introduced myself. You know, I, I already had my uniform and everything. Just like that. Yep. You know, exactly like this except i didn't have the patches at the time and i walked in and i was like hey, i'm david with firebase home inspections and uh i uh i'm just now starting a company um i am new but uh you know i'm i'm certified through the through the best certification company in the world internachi and i have this software and i had already made me a sample report because i did my inspection on my own home and i so i handed it to him i did a lot of work at the beginning of that first week when i took that vacation you know, I had to, I had to get all your stuff put on because I didn't do it beforehand. So I was right. trying to get everything, all that on my website and everything. I built my own website. Anyway, so I walked in, shook his hand, said hi. And he asked me, he said, what's your fees? And I'm like, you know, at the time I wasn't really sure about my fees, but I kind of had it in my mind. So I just told him and he was okay. Well, that sounds okay. But he ended up calling me a couple weeks later. And I, he, I did my first inspection for him. The only complaint he had was you didn't do the temperature differential, which that's not standard <laughs> practice. Right. But you know what? I added it to my software and now I do it on every inspection. Interesting. So, yes. And, and so I added it to my software. I put it in there and I do my temperature differ differential on every single home inspection now because I have found three or four other agents that use me for the first time that was impressed with that. They're like, wow. I've never seen an inspector do that. Huh. So that's something that I added. Um, and then I bet this other uh, realtor named Brittany. Mm -hmm. And this one would, would turn out to be pretty awesome too. She was just back getting back into selling houses and buying houses. And so she was like, uh, you know, I want to use you. I'm just getting back. And my old home inspector, he, he doesn't do home inspections anymore. So I want to use you. And this is almost a million dollar home. 
So this, this is another open house. You, you walk in. No, no, no. I walked into this realtor office on this mm. one and said, hi, there was okay. three agents in there. Um, so she used me that weekend on this inspection. It was almost a million dollar home. And it's my first real home inspection. And I did it with the Spectora app. What I did is because I didn't really have time to make my own uh, report. I used Ben Kermikos because I looked at it and he, the way he explains his narratives is just like, you're talking to somebody. Yeah. And so that's who I am. I like explaining things as if I'm just talking to you. So, so I use that and it was so easy getting through this house, even though it took me like five hours. Cause I kept, kept going back and yeah. checking things. Um, it was a pool inspection, uh, wind mitigation, four point home inspection. And I was scared to death because the first thing I found was a leaking roof. Oh gosh. This is my first full did, home inspection. <laughs> did your heart drop? Because that's my heart just, dropped. That's just it crap was luck. pouring raining that day too. Pouring raining. Oh. I go to walk in the garage. It's got an inch of water in the garage because the driveway comes down to the garage. And then the side door was letting water in. Oh. And then I go over and you can see where there's repairs on the ceiling right around the fireplace. Um, and I uh, start doing a moisture meter check. I'm like, whoa, this thing's going off the hook. I get in the attic, you can see the efflorescence on the, and it, it just, it was a nightmare. What went through but your mind when you saw those? What went through your mind when you like saw those one? Like, I was scared that this is my first job and this lady's going to be like, he's a deal killer. And, you know, uh, she's going to tell the next agent and the next agent. I, it, I was scared. I really was scared. But I called her on the phone. She was actually on vacation up in Maine. <laughs> <laughs> called her on the phone and I was like, hey, Brittany, uh, I'm not sure what you want to hear. She said, just tell me the truth. I said, good, because I'm an honest person. You have a hole in your roof and it's leaking. <laughs> and this was the agent. And uh, so she was like, oh, man, that sucks. And I was like, in the garage is flooded, too, when it rains. And, you know, there's a lot of problems. And, she, and I, I said, you want me to call and explain this to your client? She goes, if you would, please, because I'm on vacation. So no problem. So I call the client and I'm like, sir, you know, the you got a few problems here. You got a leaking roof and you got this and that. Nothing that can't be fixed. You could put a French drain in, in front of your garage so, so it diverts the water. Uh, you can get the roof patched properly and get all that fixed. So if this is your dream home, don't let that scare you away. That's something I also learned from Ben Kermiko. Um, so, you know, so I was like, he was like, you know what? And I explained everything to him. He was like, I really appreciate your openness and your honesty. Um, we'll go look into this when you send the report and blah, blah, blah. And so I was able to send the report that night, which really impressed the, the agent. She was like, wow, you got the report to us that night. And so my goal was to have the report to people before I leave. Mm -hmm. But this being my first one, and I had so much to clean up on it to move around pictures and stuff like that. I was like, just let me get it done at night. So that's what I did that night. Um, now I get jobs done as long as I'm in a good service area. The report's sent out before I leave that home. Beautiful. So that that's what I offer now. And there's a lot of agents that use me because of that. When did you so, get to that point? What, about how many um, inspections do you feel like it took to say like, you know what? I published from the driveway on my way out. About four or five. Oh, really? the yeah, I'm not even joking. That's amazing. The <laughs> software, listen, listen, the Spector software makes your life so oh. much easier. I played around with other things because it was free and things like that before I become a home inspector, before I started the company. And, you know, they, they, they're not user friendly. The cool thing about Spectora is once you've got your report set, you just go to click a button, take a picture and move on. And that's so awesome that I don't have to rewrite my narrative or, or, you know, and when you, when you show the client the report, they're like, whoa, this is awesome looking, you know, <laughs> or the, or the agent, they're like, wow, you know, um, because I'm gonna tell you right now, there's only one, one uh, home inspector in my area in central Florida or my immediate central Florida area that I know of that used to spectora. Um, and their report looks exactly like mine, which is kind of weird. But <laughs> either way, yeah, I had an agent that sent me something and say, hey, can you take a look at it? Anyways, um, so um, so I feel like I got an advantage there. Um, yeah. And uh, But one thing led to the next. And Brittany talked to a guy named Daniel that's also at that same realtor office, Wheatley Realty in Claremont. And he called, he, he didn't call me. He, he tried to do the online scheduling mm -hmm. and he didn't finish it. Right. Mm -hmm. But the cool part about y'all stuff is it, it sends me an email saying, Hey, you have somebody starting and it gives the phone number. It's like a, it's like a contact. And so when I noticed he didn't finish it, 
I called because, you know, I'm starting my company up. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. So I called and I was like, hey, uh, Daniel, I just noticed that you tried to schedule. Were you having problems? You know, because I was trying to figure out, I, I thought for 10 minutes before I called him, what am I going to say? You know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want him to think I'm, you know. <laughs> yeah, too creepily. Yeah, you're like just watching his so, every move. Yeah. So he was like, yeah, I found somebody that could do it a little bit cheaper. Someone be, and at the time, I didn't know he was an agent. I thought he was just a client. Huh. And, uh, and he goes, I found somebody to do it a little bit cheaper. And I'm like, well, listen, um, I don't know how cheap the other inspector is, but I can promise you that if you go with me, you will not be sorry. You will love the report. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm always responsive, uh, which is something that the agents absolutely love about me. I answer the phone. I've been in the attic upside down underneath the house. I've answered the phone. Um, that's just who I am. Mm. Um, but he, and he was like, you know what, let's go ahead and give you a shot. He said, we'll go ahead and schedule it. So I scheduled it and I didn't know it. It was his own home. He was buying, but he's also an agent. Oh, wow. So he's used me exclusively since. Uh, Brittany's used me exclusively since, um, and now me and Daniel are actually really close friends, um, and we're doing a charity golf tournament next month together um, for Wheatley Realty. So wow. he started talking, them two started talking to other agents in that same office, and it got to where the broker of the office, Matt Wheatley himself, gave me a call, a phone call one day out of the blue. He was like, hey, I was like, because it showed his caller ID, I'm like, is this Matt Wheatley himself? And he was like, yeah. He goes, I got an inspection that I want done. Um, and I also want you to come in and train some of my agents. I'm like, okay. And this is probably like two months into being an inspector. <laughs> and so I was like, okay. So I did his inspection. And then the next week I went in and we did a lunch and learn type thing. Um, I did more of them telling them about, you know, firebase home inspections. And then we went out to a house that, that he had got approval through the owner and everything. And I went out and showed them what we look for as home inspectors. Like Obviously, a field trip, like took yes. the agents out. Yep. yep. I think there's eight of them that came out with me. Um, and so we went out and did this house and, you know, I explained everything, what we do and how we look for things. And I think it was like a $1.2 million home. <laughs> but either way, I showed them everything that, you know, they should be looking for as an agent when they're doing a walkthrough with, with their client. And, and they were so impressed with me. Matt was so impressed with me. He uses me exclusively now. He said that I fell in his lap right, right at the right time because his his real estate agent moved out of the state. Or not his, 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 his inspector, inspector, yeah. Yeah. Moved out of the state. So and so, but he he's like absolutely like he calls me every time. And now I'm to the point to where I thought that I had every agent at that office that uses me, because there's about 15 or 20 of them. Um, and they've all used me at least once. But there was one who just called me before I got on here with you. Uh, and said, hey, I got a, a, I need some uh, inspection early next week. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, let me look and see what I got for you. And I was like, I, you know, I've heard about you, but I, I forgot you work for Wheatley. But the cool part about it is, is I haven't really marketed since that first week, Kevin. So it's been word of mouth since. Now, I did go out every now and then. I would go out and do a, uh, a couple open houses or something like mm -hmm. that, walk by and say hi. Uh, nothing's really much came out of those though, other than that first week. It's been one person talk to the next, talk to the next, talk to the next, and it's all been word of mouth. And so far, I like that. And the reason I like it is because if I'm telling you, hey, call David with Firebase Home Inspections, then then you know that I've used him and, and I'm, I'm, I'm verbally telling you, you ought to use him. Instead of me just walking in saying, hey, I'm David with Firebase Home Inspections here, please use me, you know? So I've had stronger relationships because of that. And those strong relationships with agents are much better than meeting somebody just calling me out of the blue because they found me on Google or whatever it may be. So uh, at the very beginning, I had a, a girl that called me, found me on Google. I wasn't even, I don't know how she found me on Google. I, I had my website up, you know, I did all the Google verification and stuff. Somehow she found me. I wasn't, when I searched myself, I couldn't find myself. But I went and did this inspection. It was an insurance inspection. It was early on also, like first couple of weeks. And her insurance agent called me the next day and said, I've never seen people take pictures like this before. Who are you? And I'm like, I'm David with Firebase Home Inspection. She's like this, because I thought I did something wrong. She goes, <laughs> she goes, your, your pictures are amazing. You're, you're, what, how, you know, how you do everything. She goes, uh, I need to get your information. I'm going to start using you. And she's used me on every single one of her insurance jobs since. I think about 18 times she's used me since then. 
Um, wow. So, yeah. And so it, it's that relationship. I, I grab it and I haven't let it go, you know, and, it, it, and a lot of it's because when they call me, I answer the phone, you know, and that a lot of them is like, every time I call a home inspector, he never answers the phone, never answers the phone. It's aggravating or they got to talk to some call center, you know, I like answering the phone and it's going to be me until I can't handle it no more. And at that point, I'll probably just hire one person that I know. <laughs> that you can train well, that can really yeah. represent your brand the way you do, right? Correct. I'm a so, big fan of that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's kind of, and then uh, I forgot his name, called me to check up on me. And, and you know, when I was telling him about everything, he was like, I got to tell Kevin. I got to tell Kevin. And because uh, I hadn't realized I'd done 97 inspections, Kevin, part time, part time. I didn't go full time until about three weeks ago. Oh, really? So you still kept, you still had the job. You still kept the job. I had to. I had to. Okay. I didn't think I had enough work yet. Okay. Yeah. Um, And I was getting quite a few jobs, but it was kind of like one week it'd be loaded and I'd have to actually do jobs after my full-time job, like 430 appointments. Mm -hmm. And then the next week I wouldn't get hardly anything. And it was kind of scary. Scary. It's like back and forth. But what happened was uh we had a, a, a death in the family and we had to figure out a way to get you know get our son back and forth to school this year um because uh my mother mother-in-law and father-in-law used to take him to school my father-in-law passed away so i had to figure out a way to get my son back from school because he goes to school in a different city than where we live mm-hmm. so buses are not going to work so me and the wife are talking about it and we're like you know what let's just do this let's just try it let's give it a shot and so I put my two-week notice in at Gatorade. The day I put my two-week notice in, I didn't get a phone call for five days. Oh. <laughs> and so I was like, what have we done? The what universe testing you. Yeah, it's a yeah, test. Yeah, and so I just told my wife, so got to keep the faith, got to keep the faith. And um, so then I started getting a phone call here, phone call there, three phone calls here, one phone call there. And the day I left Gatorade, I booked four home inspections for the following week, four home inspections. And before I let, that was on a Thursday, Friday, I got another couple inspections and I already had the following week booked up, booked up. What did that and feel I was like? like? Yeah, I, that felt so relieving. And I was like, all right, so we're getting somewhere. I, I don't know where all these phone calls came from. I mean, I started doing the Google ads thing, but I had done that for a little bit before that. Nothing really to work on. Right. I don't know. Um, was it new agents? Or, or clients that would be uh, new, new agents, new clients, current agents, uh, current clients. Um, I, I have probably about half the agents that use me exclusively are part-time agents. So they okay. have a full-time job. Um, and the other half are good producing uh, agents. Um, I do have one that found me on Alignable. I don't know if you ever heard about Alignable. I have, yeah. 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 So I got on there one day because my wife's friend said, Hey, you ought to try a line because she sells candles on the side. <laughs> so I just signed up one day. I never really did anything with the profile. And all of a sudden I get a phone call from this agent named Maureen. And she was like, Hey, um, I need a home inspection done in the next three days. I'm like, no problem. And like always like Binger Mika, you say, just say yes. So I was like, yes. And they're like, it okay. out. Yeah, we need a 4.30 appointment, a later appointment. I was like, all right, I got 4.30 available, which works for me because that's, you know, I work during the day. Yeah. <laughs> so I did an inspection for her, and she was so impressed. She actually has two assistants. I didn't know at the time she was high producing. I thought she was just another agent calling me. Right. So I go out and do this inspection, and she sees the report, and they're like, wow, your report looks awesome. And so the next time they call me, next time they call me, and then she calls me up one day and says, hey, um, I'm part of this marketing group called BNI. We want you to be part of it. I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah. The problem at the time is they meet at 7.30 on, some, on Wednesday mornings. I have to be at my full-time job at 6. So I, there's no way I can make that. So I was older. I said, I would love to be part of it. I just can't do it right now. So when I decided to leave my maintenance job and do this full-time, I called her up. And I was like, hey, I'm ready to be part of that group now. So now I'm part of that group, and I actually got a meeting with a guy today, a contractor. Uh, he's a roofing contractor from our group that wants to offer uh, wind mitigation certificates to his clients once he does roof. Oh, interesting. So he was like, I want to use you to do the inspection for me. So it's kind of like it's a group where I don't know mm-hmm. if you know who and I is, but you kind of, you know, throw people yeah. in the yeah. group. 
And come to find out that one insurance agent has given me 18 jobs as part of a BNI group in another city. <laughs> it's like full circle. I was like, wow, you know, and because when she found out about it, she was like, hey, I seen that you were accepted in the BNI. But and it's just the roller coaster. And, and I've done 97 jobs part time is what he told me that day, because he called me the day after I left DirecTV or I'm sorry, left Gatorade. I used to work for DirecTV way back in the past. OK, um, so the day I left Gatorade, he called me and said I done 97 inspections. So apparently I'm at 137 right now. So my goal was not 200 inspections this year. I told my wife my goal this year was to be somewhere around 50 inspections. And then maybe next year in the spring when it starts getting busy, go full time. That's right. what our goal was. I didn't expect to be at 137 inspections. So I told my wife a couple of days ago, I said my new goal is 200 inspections this year. My first year, and mind you, it won't be a full year. It's 11 months. But that's my goal, 200 inspections. And uh, I already have 68 five-star reviews on Google. Um, because, and I would have more, but y'all software asked for that review <laughs> after the report, you know? So people give me a five-star review. They're thinking that they're giving me a five-star review and they don't do it on Google, you know? Mm-hmm. So I would actually have more than 67 at this point, 67, 68. Anyhow, um, so what I've been doing with that, because uh, I was told that you can like take that out. You can flip that off. Yeah. yeah, flip it off, yeah. insert your Google link. So, but I started thinking about it and I'm like, you know what? You're going to have some people, like I've had a couple of people give me like this one, one lady that she was a, a investor from out of the country that I did a report and she gave me three stars on the report. No comments. Why you gave me three stars on my report? No comments. And this other lady was upset because in the report, I put that there's no running water in the front bathroom. So I cannot test the shower and the sink. Right. So I put that in the report. I can't. There's no running water. Well, when they got the water turned on, there was a leak. So she she gave me a four stars on my report because there was a leak. And I was like, I told you I can't run the water. There's no water. How am I going to be able to find that? Anyways, so I started thinking that I can use that as a safety net. Okay. So if they decide, hey, you know, for whatever reason like that, weird reason. Um, then I won't, I won't send them a message. So the people that give me a five-star review on Spectora, I send them, as soon as I see it, I send them a text with my Google link and saying, hey, I really appreciate you giving me a review on my, on my reporting software site. Could you please give that same report on Google? That would be very excellent of you. I would really appreciate it. And probably eight out of 10 people do. Wow. So, That's a uh, great, uh, a great conversion rate to get yeah. two back-to-back five-star reviews from, from people. Yeah. And I've, I've gotten, uh, I think three or four days ago, I got both the jobs I did that day, did the same exact thing, put the five star on Spectora. And I was like, I sent them a message and both of them gave me a five star review. So my goal is a hundred five star reviews before the end of the year. So um, these are personal things. This, this, uh, obviously they won't, they, they might bring me more business, but it's more of myself. You know, I, I my goal, um, I do have a lot of companies that are in this area that are, franchise companies mm-hmm. companies um and so they have like 300 or a thousand five-star reviews you know they're obviously using uh, a review site <laughs> yeah. and are those thousand reviews that person that owns that franchise or is it the whole you know company but my goal is there's one of them that has like 280 uh, reviews and it's 4.8 i want to get to 300 reviews by the end of next year uh, because i'm number one in google right now in my town of Groveland. Groveland's growing fast. It's got a lot of homes being built. So those homes are gonna start flipping. People are gonna start selling them and they're gonna need home inspections. So I'm already number one in Groveland because of being 68 five-star reviews. My goal is to be number one in Clearmont, which is the next big town over. And that's where all the other home inspectors are. And then obviously move my way over to Orlando, which is obviously, you know how big Orlando is. So I'm, I'm taking little chunks off at a time. You know, um, I'm already to the point where me and my wife's talking about possibly hiring somebody. I didn't even think I, I didn't even think I was going to be full time until like spring of next year. But because of how I communicate with my agents and my clients and they feel such security when I'm there, knowing that I'm not going to scare their client. 
yesterday I just had a meeting with a with an office that I went to open house a couple times. I handed him a card and he finally called me in. He was like, hey, we had some a bad experience with our inspector the other day, and that's why we decided to call you in and talk to you. Um, he he had a 97-page report. 97. Yeah. He was taking pictures of defects that weren't even defects, just a wall with a scratch on it. And it scared our clients. And we didn't appreciate that. And I want to see what you can offer us. So what I did was I had my laptop, pulled it open, set it on the table with him and a few other people that were sitting there. And I showed him a report that I had just done the other day. And it had a red on it because I, I do the, the blue, orange, and red, mm -hmm. just like it's on the report. The only time I want to do red is if it's safety or you have an active leak on your roof, okay? Because right. um, I want to let you know, hey, you got a serious problem. Right. Um, most of my stuff is orange, and then the blue is just, hey, don't even worry about it. It's just something I'm letting you know. I'm letting you know I've seen it. That way you don't come back later and say you missed this, right? right? So I, I put that on the table, and I explained it to him. I showed him, you know, him and the other agents sitting there, and I was like, this is how I do it. I'm showing you this one. I know you're talking about how you scared or how your uh, inspector scared the mm -hmm. client. And I want to show you that this red right here is an active wall leak in a mobile home. And I, I showed them the video, which they love. People love the videos. So I got into where I used to do like four or five videos, mm -hmm. each, each uh, report. Now I'm up to like 25. <laughs> the problem with that, Kevin, is it takes forever for it to load up. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> takes forever. Yep. But I love it because a lot of people that I'm doing inspections for are not at the house. Okay. Okay. So I want them to understand and hear my voice. This is what your problem is. It can be fixed or whatever it may be. That way that lowers the phone calls to me right. afterwards because I'm trying to schedule other work. I'm trying to do other things, meet, meet with people, things like that. So that lowers the phone calls a little bit. But I'm always available. I tell them, want to call me? I'm always available. I've answered the phone, I think, 3.30 in the morning. Somebody called me. I don't know why they were up at 3.30 in the morning. Anyways, so I showed him, and I was like, this, this wall had an active wall, you know, leak in the wall. And I told the client, hey, you've got a leak in your wall. But if this is where you want to be, if this is your home, this could be fixed. You know, y'all can deal with it as far as the negotiations, and you can move in this home. And they decided to go through with it. Okay, so I told him, I was like, even if I put a red in there, I'm going to explain it to your client in a way that, hey, this can, this can be fixed. Anything can be fixed, right? Unless your home is actually falling down, it could be fixed. And uh, they were very impressed with that. And they was like, well, we got we got some inspections coming up soon. You know, we're closing on a few houses. We're going to be giving you a phone call. And they've never used me. I've only met them twice at open house. Didn't know it was them both times. I just is happen to be the same person but um it was just a few times I've, i think i've only went out and done open houses probably three or four times since i that first week everything's been word of mouth everything's been uh it, it's been a blessing really and, and i filled up my, my goal i told my wife when we started this full-time is do twenty thousand a month <laughs> if i can do twenty thousand a month um we're gonna be good you know Life will and be so for the first three weeks that I was out of Gatorade, if this week, this week was a little slower, but still made more money than I made, I would have made a Gatorade. But the three weeks before that, I was on track to do that 20,000. Beautiful. And so it's just amazing that I've done 40 inspections already in three and a half weeks of being out. And, and I, I keep, they keep coming every day. I get two or three phone calls, you know, people want an inspection done, you know, and I'll, I'll get those people every now and then, Hey, I want to know what your fee is. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not the cheapest person, but I'm also not the most expensive person. You're going to find cheaper people out there, but I can promise you that there ain't nobody can do a home inspection and, and make it make the report look as pretty as mine. You know, so and I, you know, I do offer other things like the buyback guarantee, things like mm -hmm. that. Um, but it's my reporting software that keeps keeps uh, people coming back, I think, and, and who I am talking with them. And so I have a lot to thank you guys for because I wouldn't even go with you guys at first because I just didn't know if I could afford it every month, mm -hmm. you know, but it's at this point, it's the cheapest investment that I've made to be honest with you, because it's brought me back work over and over and over again to pay for it a million times over. So that's pretty awesome. 
Oh, what a journey. What a story. And there's so much I want to dig into here. First of all, there's so much, so much right you've done and so much that just who you are has come out because so first of all, yeah, the, the ROI on software, it's like something you had to feel, but like, it's funny when you tell clients, Hey, I'm not the cheapest. It's like, what spectator? It's what we say. We're like, Hey, we're probably gonna be the most expensive, but there's a reason for it. And then they feel it. I want to dig into your humility and lack of ego, because when I hear you explain to a client, Hey, this is all fixable. Hey, red items, it's going to be safety hazards. Not every inspector does that. And where, where do you feel like that comes from in you in terms of not feeling like you have to like prove something via 97 page report? Where did you learn that? Did, was that purposeful? Did you learn that along the way? Like talk, talk a little about a bit, a little bit about the lack of ego. Um, well, when I was younger, I had a lot of ego problems. You know, I had a lot of, I had the, you know, young gun type yeah. thing. Um, but I, it, a lot of it came through life. Um, so I'm a veteran, you know, I, I spent time over overseas, um, fought, fighting for the country. Thank you for your service, um, by the way. I'm an Air Force brat, grew up uh, 30 years Air Force kid. I remember hearing that in one of your other podcasts, but um, so and when I got out, I was a police officer. Um, and a lot of people don't know that about me, but I was a police officer for almost five years. Mm -hmm. um, and so um, a lot of, a lot of, it, it, a lot of that stuff humbled me, you know, um, things I've seen as a police officer, not so much, you know, what I did, it's just things you have to see. Same thing with firemen and, yeah. and you know, EMS people. You see things you don't want to see. You see things that's kind of hard to get out of your brain, you know? Um, so, and the same thing with being over in Afghanistan, there's things you've seen that's hard to get out of your brain. So but that's kind of that kind of humbled me and like brought me down to earth from being that young kid that thought I was you know everything. Um, but as far as as home inspecting goes, I worked for the last four years at a plant that always had problems with machines breaking down, mm. and and it's like you you would look at it and be like, man, I don't think we can ever fix this thing. This is horrible, you know, break or whatever. But yet it can be fixed. You know, and I've seen that. And it's like when I started this company and I would go to a house and it'd be like, okay, well, there's a hole in the in the roof, but you know what? It can be fixed. It can be fixed. I know it can be fixed because I've seen something way worse that's been fixed, you know? Right, right. So it's kind of that like that it, it keeps me calm because I've seen worse. Okay. Um, so it, it's the calmness of my voice is what gets those people comfortable with things you know i'm not trying to lie to you i'm not trying to say hey yeah, it's all right it's not that big of a problem <laughs> right. i'll look at you and say you've got a hole in your roof you got a problem right. okay but it can be fixed you know um you got water in your wall you know and and i like to investigate and see why and it came from the windows right next to it they had it all cocked up mm -hmm. um, so they, they knew they had problems and they were trying to hide it i love finding stuff like that you know so the only thing I really go in and try to tear completely apart is new construction. I get <laughs> right. people, because we get a lot of new construction in this area we're living in. We get a lot of neighborhoods being built right now. Mm -hmm. And so they'll call me, hey, they're giving me the runaround. I need to do, I need to, oh, you know what? I would love to come out and do that inspection. And I'll come out and I will tear them apart. Just the other day, I had a guy calling me. They were trying to uh, get him to close on his house that day. And he had no electricity on the bottom floor and no AC on the top floor. And I told that guy, I was like, sir, do not close today because they're going to drag this thing out. And he was like, oh, okay. And I was like, let me come inspect it. And he, and he told me the company that's building the house. I'm like, yeah, I've already done two inspections this month with them. I know who they are. They don't like me. So let me call them. So I've got his schedule for Monday and they're supposed to have everything ready, but they were trying to get him closed last week oh, and they weren't man. ready, but this is a third time, you know? So I'm a little different when it comes to new construction because I know that everything's under warranty. And so I try to tear it apart. So the, I don't know if that's non-humility. I don't know. But the point is when it comes to somebody's home, you know, that maybe 1965, 1985, it's going to have problems. Right. You're buying a home that's been sitting on the same ground for this long. You're going to have issues. You know, um, just like I know, I've heard a home inspector with the step cracking. Uh, we get a lot of step cracking down here in Florida because the the concrete shrinks and dries or they they mix it in while it's raining because it rains here all the time 
And so it causes step cracking once it dries. And it's just hairline cracking. And I've heard agents tell me that home inspectors saying, hey, there's a structural problem. And they've actually called me. I ain't even been in business a year yet. Call me to come out and inspect it and, and tell them it's not structural. And it's not. Step cracking is not structural. If you got structural, it's going to be straight up and down. And it's going to be gapped. Um, but, you know, you got step cracking. And I'll put it in my report. You got step cracking. It's minor. It happens. You know, so it's just one of those things where I've seen a lot worse. So what I see on home inspections, you're not going to, you're not going to surprise me enough to where I'm going to be like, oh, you know, right. so. Love that. Love that. I want to go back to what I call like the do or die moments that you mentioned, because a couple of them stood out to me. And I think it's important to highlight for anyone that's following kind of in your footsteps. So t t take me back to when you met Brittany, when you went into that office, was there a, a front office person? What did you say? How did you get to shaking hands and sitting down? Because I want to know how you met that first kind of seed relationship. Like, what what was that like? So um, that was kind of funny because I showed up early and there was no there was no one there. Uh, a lady named Wilda was was showing up. Um, she was the only car there. Um, and apparently they don't they don't get there till ten o'clock or something like that. Or <laughs> Agent hours. Why why did you go to this office in the first place? How did you even find it? Like... It was in the town Claremont, okay, close to where I live. I just kind of looked up, you know, I googled, you know, uh, realtor offices Claremont, you know, and yeah. I kind of yeah. I did that for a little while. Um, so, but yeah, I went over there and I met Wilda. Um, she's used me a couple times. Um, but she, she's one of those agents that, that give you three home inspectors to call. Yeah. And one of her home inspectors is cheaper than me. I know because people call me and never call me back. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Some, so, some will just go fine. with the cheapest. Yeah. Some will I just... don't want to go. I don't want to be your cheapest. So right. anyways, um, so I met her and she was like, well, we don't have anybody here yet, but if you come around, uh, 11 o'clock, 1130, you know, there'll be, there'll be some people here. And I'm like, okay. So I left and went to another office which I met Chanel at this different office, uh, Optimal One, and she used me actually that first weekend too on a, on a brand new, she gave me a cookie cutter, 2020, perfect, nothing wrong with it, cookie cutter <laughs> house. That, that was my second job though. The first one was that one that was destroyed. Right. Um, anyhow, so I came back and so Wilda was in there, Brittany was in there um, with another couple uh, realtors. And so I was talking to him. I introduced myself and I was like, here's some cards because I have my cards made through Internachi. And um, and so so I just I told him a little bit about myself, you mm -hmm. know, and 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 I think it was more of. Because I was very green in that area of talking to people like, you know, explaining who I yeah. am and stuff like that. I think I've gotten pretty good about it uh, since, but. I think it was more of a happenstance, like she just didn't have a home inspector and I happened to be there. Yeah, you, know? you were there. And, you showed up. Yeah, I showed up, but I impressed her. So now it's like I'm I'm her guy, you know. So okay. Um, so that's how that that worked. And to me, the do or die moment was you were at the house, had the leak. You you called her and were direct with her. She asked you to talk to the client, and you didn't hesitate. And so to me, that that felt like a do or die moment where you stepped up, you called the client, you were very transparent about everything and you did her a favor, right? Cause she was on vacation. So like you probably won some trust right there. Right. Yeah. And, and whenever they, they decided not to go through the house. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so when Brittany told me that I was like, Oh man, I was like, I told her, I said, I'm so sorry. So I was trying to think quick on my feet. Okay. And so I sent her a text back because I remember Ben Gramico saying that, if something falls through because of my report, I'll give you 25% off your next one. Well, at the time, I didn't have that kind of money to be saying, here, I'll give you 25% off. But right. I did it anyways. You know, I told her, I said, listen, tell your clients, I'm very sorry. And I'm very sorry to you. I don't want to be considered a deal killer. So I offer 25% discount off the next home inspection if you use me with that client. And she goes, oh, I really appreciate that. But they've already told me they want to use you again. <laughs> oh, wow. That's beautiful. <laughs> so I was like, man, I could have saved myself 25%, but I'm a man of my word. And that's what I did. And they had another big house in a different city. And I went and inspected it. And there were some issues on that house too, but it was good enough for them to be okay with, you know? So, um, and they ended up buying the house. And that was my first uh, five-star review is from them. So and we'll never know if it was because you stuck to your word, you had integrity, you said you were going to do something, you did it, we'll never know, but it, you seem like you have faith and hey, do the right things, 
and good results will happen, which I love. The other do or die moment that I want to highlight is you called the other guy after he started booking inspection and stopped. And you said it was about 10 minutes, right? You deliberated for about 10 minutes, but you took action right away. Whereas new inspectors might be scared to do that. Some don't even like look at those or turn on those uh, alerts. That to me felt like a step up to the plate moment for you because you, you sold them on the spot. Yeah. Um, talk to me through just even the hunger to do that because it takes hunger to do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so at this point, and this was early on, I think I would only been doing it for a month and a half or so. Uh, so February, March, maybe into March. Um, I started getting, I don't know, desperate is not the right word. I, from the day one, when my wife said, hey, check out home inspecting, it, it's been like a, a downhill, like, it's like I'm getting faster and faster. It's like I want it more and more as I got. And then finally, when the, when the company started and I seen myself in the uniform for the first time and my wife took pictures of me out, outside our own house to put on the website, um, I built my own website, you know, uh, from it's, it's just been the hunger of wanting, I want more, I want more, I don't want to stop, I'm not happy with just two jobs a week, I'm not happy with just four jobs a week, I'm not happy with just eight jobs a week now, you know, I'm not happy with that, and when I say not happy, like I'm not sad, I just, I want more, you know, I want more for my family, I got a six-year-old, okay, um, you know, part of the struggles of my, of my life, I'm 44 years old, and I got a six-year-old, um, but uh, part of the struggles of my life was you know, I've been married and divorced once. Okay. Um, told I couldn't have kids. And then I met my current wife and we had, a, we, we, get, we were blessed, you know, and I have a six-year-old. So again, I've, I've, I've been through worse than a roof leaking. Right. <laughs> right so right. Um, I want to leave something for him when he gets older. Mm. I want him to, I want him to look up and say, my dad started this multi-million dollar company and I get to take it over. You know, uh, and I just got chills, by the way, that just gave me that just gave me chills, David. Yeah. Well, that's what I want. That's that was he and my wife are, are the reason why I drive myself every day. OK, um, my wife working at the school system. Um, she just got promoted assistant principal. Uh, oh, shout out. Shout out yeah, this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I love you, babe. Shout out, wife. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so she got a, a promoted assistant principal, but she has a rough job and she drives an hour to school uh, because they kind of put them wherever they want to put them. Right. So I want to be able to pull her out of there and work with the company full time. Yeah. You know, um, I, I, I want, I want to, I got a good buddy of mine that I used to work with way back in the past. You heard me say direct TV, um, mm -hmm. but I worked with him then. I knew how he deals with clients. Um, and so he would be my first hire. He owns a, a lawn care business, but he has a guy that actually runs it for him. And he, he kind of helps, but he's available during the this winter to come ride with me for every other week. And so he's going to do that. And he's going to look into Internachi and, and we may, because I'm telling you right now, by the time I get to the next spring, I'm going to need help. I got to have yeah. help because I, like I said, you can look back on my, my scheduling. I have been booked, you know, and so, and, you know, so the, the, the driving force is my, my wife and my son. And I want to, I want to leave something for him. Um, I'm fighting an uphill battle uh, currently with these bigger franchise companies that mm -hmm. offer lower prices. You know, uh, we have like Max Home Inspection, the Win Home Inspection. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, they're, they're franchise. Well, either way, I'm fighting a battle a little bit with them because I can't afford to charge somebody $275 no. for a full home inspection. No. You know, I got to put food on my family's table. Yes. So I am, I, I'm working the, the price thing. I'm, I don't even worry about it. I don't try to compete with them. I compete with them other ways, you know, uh, with an agent talking to another agent saying, hey, he's very responsive. He's very responsive. He answers the phone. Uh, he'll get back to you right away. He's very good with your clients. That's how I'm building the business. And that's how I want to continue building the business. And that's why it's kind of hard for me to hire somebody or, or do something because I, I don't want to mess that up. You right. know, that's going to be hard for me to let go um, because I, I I'm just hoping that at some point uh, I can, I'm going to have to kind of let go a little bit of some of it because I can't do it. If I'm going to be a multi-million dollar company <laughs> one day yep. and, and, 
and outcompete these other companies that are here and been established for a long time, I'm going to have to let go a little bit. I know that. But as long as I can keep my hand in it, I'm going to because I feel like this has been built because of what I've been doing, yeah. you know, so. Because um, and people and, have and to it's be not a lack of not a lack of help from my family either. We have a small knit family here. You know, my mother-in-law watches my son for me so I can go do late PM jobs. Um, and, you know, my wife, you know, help doing a lot of helping too. She does my social media. She's, she's pretty awesome. So, you know, I, I, it's not from a lack of help from the family, but as far as going out face to face, it's, it's been all me. So beautiful that, and, and that makes sense. Cause there's no, there's no other choice when you're confronted with, uh, go the extra mile, do something unscalable, reach out, you know, give your all to something. I trust me. I know what that's like when it's like, oh, this has to work. This is going to work and, we're, and I'm going to win. Um, I like talking about competing with the, the bigger companies that are, you know, maybe going the opposite direction on price. Let's talk a little bit about um, kind of how you're viewing that, like how to value stack, how to promote to agents that, hey, look, I'm a little bit more expensive, but look at this long list of things that you're going to get with me. There's a reason for it. How do you view that? And uh, we can even brainstorm here for a few minutes of like how to stand apart from the ones that are kind of racing the other direction on price? Um, it's, it's not, it's not only just the big companies. There's a couple of guys in my area that do it part-time. Yeah. So they charge a lot cheaper because they have another job. Um, so they, they, I'm competing with that a little bit too, uh, yeah. but I'm not worried about them because they're going to, they're going to be one of those in and out companies. Yeah. They're not going to last very long. They'll run themselves um, ragged. Their margins will be yeah. crap and then they'll be out of business. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm building something here. So what, what I, I feel what stands me apart right now is the fact that, that I, I, I can, I'm willing to, and there's a, there's a guy over that owns one of the franchise that only does two appointments a day and does not work Saturday and Sunday. Okay. Now my wife works for the school system. So I would love to have my Saturday and Sundays off my wife, but you know what, if you call and say, I need an inspection done Saturday, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Okay. So that sets me apart from some people like him. Some of the other big companies do work weekends. Um, what sets me apart from them, I believe is more of a, I'm local to this area. Mm. So I'm from central Florida. I grew up in Lakeland. Um, so I, I advertised that I'm, I'm veteran owned and locally owned. Okay. Ooh. So that hits people. I've had actually people call me and say, Hey, I called you because you're a local company. Local. Okay. And they know that these other people aren't, you know? Um, so, so I think I'm sending myself apart with that a little bit um, with my reporting software. Um, most of it, like I said, has been word of mouth. Um, so a lot of these people have used these bigger companies before. They don't even call me and ask me my price. The, the ones that, that have talked to each other and used me exclusively now, they just call me and say, David, I need an inspection done the next five days. David, I need an inspection done in the next three days because that's, they're trying to be competitive with their offers. Yeah. So they're trying to get done in three days. Well, if you're one of those guys that don't work weekends or don't do late PM appointments, I'm going to get that job from you. And if that's the first time your agent's using me, I can guarantee you I stole your agent away. <laughs> Love that. I am I am one hundred percent confident that if I use your your agent uses me one time, you're winning. I've them. got your agent. They're mine now, and the reason why is because of all the other things I'm willing to do. My responsiveness on the phone, my reporting software. I get to report to you before I leave the house. They love that. They love it. You know. So I, I think that's kind of how I'm setting myself apart with, with all that. So. I love all that. I love that so much. Um, that may have, that may be the title of this podcast. If I meet your agent and do one job, they're mine. Um, <laughs> and that's the supreme confidence. Huge fan. Um, I, have, I have not had not one of them not call me back for a second one. Yeah. Every single one that's used me once has called me back at least a second time. So. And that's really, that because of all the things you said, and I think you, you stand by it and it's clearly working. Um, David, man, the hour flew by. This is awesome. This is, yeah. you, you packed in so much value into this. What, what else did we not cover uh, or well, talk I, about? I got, a, I got a funny thing on a couple agents that I, I won. Uh, so I had somebody call me from a Lakeland office saying, hey, we need a, a pool inspection done. Mm -hmm. And this is like an hour from me, way out in the country. The inspector that they hired don't move pools. 
I was like, no problem. I'll go do the pool inspection. I probably lost money on the gas out there. Back. Yeah. But I went and done the pool inspection. They called me later that night and said, your report is amazing. Because now they got to see it beside the other home inspector. My pool report and their regular uh... home inspection report. And they were like, your report's amazing. We have an agent. Her son's buying a home. She And she's our lead agent. She wants to use you to inspect her son's home. No problem. So I went and done the inspection on this home over in Lakeland, right? The buyer, the seller's agent, or the seller was so impressed with me that he used me on his next home he bought, all right? That agent's already called me back for another inspection I got next week. The, the seller's, or the buyer's agent on that same one, the first son. The, the sellers on that job that wanted me to use for their next job or for their next house they were buying, they are good friends with the realtor that had to call me that day. And this was the day I was leaving Gatorade, by the way. So she called me and she said, hey, uh, they want to use you on their home. They're buying. They're, he was very impressed with you and everything, blah, blah, blah. And she, she goes, I just want you to know that we're real good friends with them. And my boyfriend's a home inspector, too. But they're wanting to use you over my boyfriend that they're good <laughs> friends with. And I was like, you know what? You just made my day. You wow. just made my day right there. And so I went and done the inspection for them and another five-star review, you know? So, um, and then this other, other instance was a similar situation where uh, a family member of the sellers, uh, I, they wanted to use me on their next inspection. Mm -hmm. And then their mother was so impressed with me. She used me on her inspection. And then her mother-in-law used me on her inspection. So it's like, I know for a fact that who I am and what I'm doing is helping people in a positive way when I see stuff like that, when I get people continue to call me back for things, you know, because I know sometimes people are like, I spent $600 on an inspection. He didn't find but a couple of things I could have found, you know, that's not the experience. The experience is who you're dealing with at the time and, and how that person's dealing with you and how he's talking to you. I try to treat everybody for the first time I meet them. I try to treat them like family, you know, shake their hand. I'm David Scruggs. It's nice meeting you you know, um, handle my card, you know, so I'm always that way with people. And that just people just love that. And the agents love it. Because apparently, some of these bigger, big box home inspection yeah. companies, they're not doing that. They're they're in and out. All they want to do is be get and do the inspection out. I'm not that kind of person. I want to get to know you. So that's really, that's, that's something that's really standing me apart, I believe. So. That's so well said. And I think the the big companies lose that when it's just someone uh, who has no attachment to the business or the buyer, no empathy for what they're going through. Um, that's it. That's I love that story that you said yes to going to Lakeland pool inspection, probably lost money, but you made money in the long term, right? Oh, yeah. The coming weeks, that was maybe a great return on investment on the gas money. Um Man, this is awesome. Let's let's do a follow up. I want to do a follow up pod with you. You know, in six months, nine months, we'll see where you're at. I would love to go. But like thank said, you, thank you so much for for like telling amazing stories and setting such an amazing example of the kind of energy and enthusiasm and kind of warmth that I think is needed to succeed. And everything you've gotten is clearly well earned. And uh, you know, feels like serendipity sometimes, but it's like you created your luck, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard, hard work and, and just being who I am, which was the easy part, you know. You know yeah. I'm not fake. I'm just who I am. I'm a soft-hearted, caring person, you know. And what's funny is I told my wife, like, the first or second week I was, you know, looking into being a home inspector and doing my classes, I was like, this is back to our podcast. And she's like, oh, talking about home inspections again. I was like, I'm telling you, I'm going to be on this one day. I'm going to be on this one day. And so when I told her the other day that we're, that you're we're here you're calling me, I was like, I've made it. <laughs> made it. And I've it's, made it. And there's so she'll, so, probably, she'll probably say something like, yeah, okay. We're talking about home inspections again. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> she's the one a, that started it. <laughs> it's this full circle. And it's something definitely to be proud of because there's, there's so much here that you've done. You actually went out and did it and have a story to tell versus I'm going to do all this. And you're just probably getting started too. So it's a beautiful thing. And I, I couldn't I be happier I'm for you. I know I'm just getting started. This is just the beginning. Um, these, these, I'm, I'm packed up I'm, and I've just got a couple more texts that I got to answer, but I, I've packed up for the beginning of next week and I'm already packed up through Wednesday and I know I'm going to be packed up the rest of the week 
And this is just the beginning for me. And when you talk to me in six months or however long it's going to be, I can guarantee you I'm going to be at 200, past 200 by then. So beautiful. If there's new inspectors out there that are inspired by this or want to contact you or kind of network, what what's the best way? Um, you know, no pressure. I don't want never ever want to like make anyone busier than they already are. Uh, but uh, listen, I, I'm always I'm responsive. I've said it multiple times during this during this uh, interview. Uh, you can call me. I'll give you my number right now, 407-592-7169. Call Beautiful. me and test me. Test me and see if I don't answer the phone. <laughs> I love the don't challenge. Me. I love it. You're so accountable. I'm, I love it. Um, well, I'll link to all your stuff in the description too. Um, I'll link to the website, put the phone number in there um, for anyone that is looking at you saying, man, I want to be where he is someday, no matter what's, you know, no matter where they are, there's people all over the, the country and world. So um Again, thank you so much, David. This has been amazing, man. Um, it's been a pleasure talking with you. And hey. I got to say, thank you and your brother so much for creating the Spector software. That's it's that that has been that has made my life. That has made me be able to do three inspections a day. Without Spectora, I would not be able to do that. I would not be able to tell a client, "Hey, I can be there at four thirty after a nine and one o'clock appointment." There's no way I could do it with anything else besides Spectora. That right there is the reason because I can go through every job. If I have something new, I finally run into for the first time. I put the narrative in there or, I, you know, I put the little explanation. And then when I get home that night, I'll actually do a proper narrative just in case I run into it again. You yeah. know, so I'm always updating my, my report. It's I, I've, it was Ben Gromico's at first, but I've made it my own. Sure I've changed everything and made it my own. So beautiful, man. You're on top of everything. Big fan. Um, hey, have a great weekend. And uh, thank you, man. This this is great. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Have a good one. All right. Take care.